I reckon it was SOS Festival, which first introduced me to Fantasist, along with other great bands like Bigfoot. I remember seeing their sense of fun on stage and also thinking there's something else here, which I like. I think I purchased an album at that time and I loved them ever since. It was kind of like being part of a secret group, really, sadly, because they never really caught fire with fans. And that's because I think they were of their time, but not of their time at all. And now, um, I thought they'd gone a long time ago, to be honest. Thought they'd they'd split up and gone their separate ways. I know Seb Sweet, that I who played drums for them, is currently playing with Creek, who are just a square of the circle. The former Bigfoot vocalist Anthony Ellis's new band. Great album, that you know. And um, Fantasist, though, are about to go now. And it's a real shame. So they've had this... Um, this album re um, shined up, I suppose you could say. You know, it's been it's been um, made shiny and uh, and remastered and all that. And what it's done is it's um, made Ollie Cordwell's um, guitars incredibly sharp. You could open a can of beans. With, with, that, that, with that guitar sound, I'm telling you. So that's what it's done. It's made them nastier. And it's made them much more interesting, I think. Even though they were fantastically odd and fun and interesting to begin with. You know, everything's so serrated here. And that's partially to do with the period that you know, this first came out in, really. It's about seven years old, this. So, you know, it's not surprising that you've got quite a lot of... There's a quite a lot of Primus kind of work in here. Bass work is kind of Primus-y. Primus-y. And um, on top of that, we've got that really heavy, sharp guitar. How can it be heavy and sharp? Do continue listening. When you can call a track Watch It Crumble and then it sounds like it is in the title, that's something special. You know, it, it, it's, it's got a, a picking bass to begin with, but then there is a huge collapsible feel to this, almost as if several buildings are coming down at the same time. The bass is big in the, in the verse. You know, this is Rob's bass. A bit, there's a bit of an Aussie delivery from him, you know, and, and that's not to be sniffed at. Then they continue the Sabbath idea by meandering along with a lot of heft and a big pace until they decide to pick up the pace. And their youthful enthusiasm takes us takes us to the end of that song. But you'd kind of think, all right, well, I know that there's quite a lot of atmospherics here. And yeah, I like to hear a heavy track, but you, you know, you're telling me they're a bit different. Absolutely. So Good Night So Long is almost a waltz. It's got a bit of a music hall feel. It's got a picking guitar. It's got a psychotic and neurotic feel. Allied with or pushing against sweet backing vocals, a nice warm feeling until everything crashes in at the end and adds an unholy noise. There is quite a lot of well-chosen noise here. 
It's not just noise, it's well chosen noise here. When they become more conventional, like on Grim Fandango, there's actually a riff to look at. There's a more conventional bass and drums with the vocals for the verse. My goodness me, that's extraordinary when that happens because it's a bit of a refreshment for you. Even though there's a nice giddy up section in the middle, they do quite a lot of that, I kind of giddy up. For instance, for Drugstore Cowboy, there is a really skewed southern rock riff. It's almost hiding itself, but it's there. And then there is quite a lot of grunge feel here, quite a lot of emotional chorus feel here. A bit like that in Thump, really, which is probably, I suppose, their most popular song, I guess, unless their most well-known song, maybe. You know, you, you've got a really picking, intricate bass line. It's beautifully done by Rob, that. That's the, that's the verse and his vocals on there, really nicely done. They don't mind sticking in a huge, soaring chorus and a massive classic rock guitar solo from Ollie. You know, where's that all come from? I didn't expect that from the other tracks. You'll see what, I'm, what I was saying earlier. This is an album you can't really get a bead on. Generally, it's noisy, but not always. Generally, it's big rock, but not always. It's difficult to really pigeonhole. And I like that, but lots of people don't. You know, when you get to tracks like Almost Home, they just throw another um, another curveball at you because you always feel as if something's about to happen. It's quiet. It's very sweetly done. It feels almost folky and you think something's going to happen in a minute. Surely something's going to explode in a minute. And it does. There's a post-rock noise towards the end, but it's only a very quiet moment. It's not really the whole song. It's as if... It's as if someone broke in, made a load of noise, and then were sent packing again. You've got a nice bit of quietude to finish. This album, as I say, is of its time, but not of any time. They were always interesting, Fantasist. And they have another EP out, which is a more modern piece, I understand, and I'm looking forward to reviewing that as well. But, you know, I really liked them when I saw them. And when I saw them on stage, I thought that this music might be more conventional. It might just be that they have a bit of a laugh on stage. Well, yeah, they do, but they have a laugh with the music as well. And that's really important. So really, it's sad to see them go. And this album is a five out of five because they make a righteous racket. But there are moments of just absolute beauty and real groove in there and when you find them it's just like finding the missing piece of the puzzle sad that they've gone but let's see what they do individually ta-ta